Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, senior pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. The title of the message today is Thanksgiving to God. Next Thursday, we will be celebrating the national holiday called Thanksgiving. The irony of it is that very little Thanksgiving takes place on Thanksgiving Day. We are usually very busy with everything on Thanksgiving Day, preparing food, cooking, eating, entertaining, talking with family and friends, watching baseball games, or football games rather, reading sale catalogs for Black Friday shopping, and numerous other activities. Usually the only thanks offered on Thanksgiving Day is a short prayer before the big meal that is offered by one person. Most blessings we receive are taken for granted. If you woke up this morning with more health than illness, you are more blessed than perhaps six million people who will not survive this week. If you have never experienced the danger of war such as going on in Ukraine, the loneliness of imprisonment, or the pangs of starvation, you are ahead of a billion people in the world today. If you can attend a a worship service, a Christian worship service, without fear of harassment, arrest, torture, and death, you are more blessed than some 500 million people in the world. If you have food in the refrigerator, clothes on your back, a roof over your head, and a place to sleep, you are richer than 75% of people in the world. If you have money in the bank, if you have money in your wallet, and spare change in a dish someplace, you are among the top 8% of the world's wealthy people. Alex Haley, the author of Roots, had an unusual picture hanging on the wall of his study. It's a picture of a turtle on top of a fence post. When asked why it was there, Alex Haley answered, Every time I write something significant, every time I read my words and thought 
and that they were wonderful. And I begin to feel proud of myself. I look at the turtle on the top of the fence post and remember that it did not get there on its own. It had help. So how many of you listening to me had help in getting to where you are? Where did this help come from? It came from from the Lord. Even though he used different people in order to minister to you and to help you. See, we would not be where we are without, without the Lord, without the goodness of the Lord, without the love of the Lord and the faithfulness of the Lord. Giving thanks is something Christians ought to do every day, not just occasionally or seasonally. The Bible gives us four ways we can give thanks to God, ways that we are well familiar with, because I've spoken about it at other times. But first, we give thanks to God by, by singing. Psalm 147 and verse 7 says, Sing out your thanks to the Lord. Sing praises to our God. In Psalm 100, I'm just taking the latter part of it, uh, verse 4 and 5 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. There's nothing more healthy for the soul, more cleansing for the mind. And there's nothing that makes a human being more happy than singing praise to the Lord. So when we sing praise to God, we sense his presence in ways we don't feel otherwise. Sometimes we may not be able to sing ourselves, but we we enter into what other people are are singing. As today we heard the the quintet sing, we we were uh, with them enjoying what they were singing about. Do we not find ourselves at times humming a song of praise which puts us in the very presence of God? See, Christianity is a singing faith. One of the things we miss in our worship during the COVID-19 pandemic is congregational singing. We could not do that because it's difficult to sing with masks on. It's uh, tiring, it's difficult to breathe. But we do need the emotional expression that comes from singing our thanks to God. Music does something for our spirit that no sermon can do. Music and singing lift our spirits and allow us to feel the very presence of a holy God. We can give thanks to God by singing our praises to him. But secondly, we give thanks to God by praying. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. 
His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Don't worry about anything is one of the more difficult commands in the Bible. But the answer is in the second part of the, of the verse, pray about everything. You see, if we would pray as much as we worry, we would have a whole lot less to worry about. God says, don't worry about anything. Whenever you start worrying, make a note to start praying at the same time. And you'll find that the worry will be replaced by thanksgiving to God. The text also says that we are to pray with thanksgiving. Those of you who are parents, you wouldn't like if your, chil- if your children only made requests of you and never expressed appreciation to you for what you have done for them. If your kids only said, um, give me this, give me that, mom, I want this, or dad, I want that. And they never stop to say, thank you. Thank you for what you have already done. Thank you for what you have given me. You would be upset with them for their ingratitude. And so in children are to learn very early in life to say thank you. Because if they don't learn it early, it will perhaps never, never happen later. God wants us to make our requests to him. He's our loving father. He says over 20 times in the New Testament, ask. But he also wants us to be grateful as well. And he says, when you ask, ask with thanksgiving. The more specific you are in your prayer, the quicker the answer will be. God wants us to be very specific, not just to say, God, bless my life. So what is a blessing in that, in that case? How specifically do you want to be blessed? Financially, health-wise, relationally? You need to be specific. How would you know if God is blessing you when you ask him for something if you did not make it clear what you are asking him to do? The more specific you are, the quicker God can answer. Likewise, he wants us to be specific in our thanksgiving. He doesn't want us to just say, thank you, God, for everything. No, make a list. Here are ten things, God, that I am thankful for. Count your blessings. Be specific in thanking God, just as you should be specific in your request to God. One of the elements of, of faith is thanking God in advance. Faith is thanking God before you receive an answer to prayer. So when we thank God in faith, miracles happen. One of the keys to miracles is a life of gratitude, a life of thanksgiving. We could say thankfulness. The more thankful we are, the more God will work in our life. Today as we focus on thanksgiving, 
or giving thanks to God for all the good he has done in our lives, I'm also aware that life runs on two tracks. There are good things in your life and there are bad things in your life, all at the same time. Your life is never all good or all bad, but both at the same time. And this is one of the reasons why we need to pray for each other, especially for those who are going through tough times in their lives. We need to pray for those in the church family who are going through difficulties, who are hurting today. Some of you are battling cancer and you are in need of a miracle. Some of you have lost loved ones and grief has filled your life. Some of you are facing a crisis in your life, in your health or in your emotions or with somebody that you deeply care about. Some of you may be discouraged or just plain worn out. We need to pray for each other and to thank God for what he is going to do in answer to our prayers for one another. And one of the wonderful things about um, People's Baptist Church, uh, not only throughout our history, but especially during this time of COVID-19, when we meet on Sundays virtually and we pray for one another, lift up each other, knowing that life can be difficult and be discouraging, but we lift up one another and pray that God's healing hand will be upon, upon them. Joseph Scriven, the hymn writer, puts it like this. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. But thirdly, we give thanks to God by, by being generous, by giving. Second Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 11, Paul says, You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. The Bible says that thanks and giving go together. Deuteronomy 6 and verse 10 says, Celebrate the festival of harvest to honor the Lord your God. Bring him a voluntary offering in proportion to the blessings that you have received from him. That was early in the life of the nation of Israel. And they did that, and I'm sure this was what encouraged the, the pilgrim fathers uh, more than 350 years ago to, when they decided to set aside a day in the fall at which they would express thanksgiving to God, bring an offering to him, have a meal, and share fellowship together. That's what, how thanksgiving came about as as a national um, holiday eventually. But I want to take us back to an event in the, in the life of 
a grateful people. Over 3,000 years ago, an entire nation did something that we should take note of. The nation of Israel came together to give sacrificially to build a place of worship to honor God. They prayed and sacrificed and gave the largest offering ever. After that offering had been given, their leader, David, the king of Israel, prayed a prayer. It's a prayer that expresses the hearts of many of us today. So you heard a part of it in the scripture that was read from First Chronicles chapter 29, 13 through 16. It says, Now, our God, we give you thanks and praise your glorious name. Everything comes from you, and we have given you only what comes from your hand. Lord, our God, all this abundance that we have provided for building you a temple for your holy name comes from your hand, and all of it belongs to you. You see, when they gave, they didn't give grudgingly. They didn't give out of pressure. They didn't give with a reluctant heart. They gave out of gratitude to God. They gave with thanksgiving to God for all that he has done for them. Their giving was the result of their thankfulness. So when we give with gratitude for all God has done for us, it becomes an, a true act of worship to God. But there's one last way we can express thanks to God. By telling others about what he has done. Isaiah chapter 12, 4 and 5 says, Thank the Lord. Praise his name. Tell the nations what he has done. Let them know how mighty he is. Sing to the Lord, for he has done wonderful things. Make known his praise around the world. Isaiah is speaking about sharing your testimony, telling what God has done for you. Because that is really what a, temp a testimony is. It is simply saying that this is what happened to me. This is what God has done for me. It's not about what God has done for you. It is what God has done for me. So we're talking about a testimony. And nobody can give your testimony except you. You are the authority on your life. If we don't give a testimony about how God has worked in our life, it is never going to be told. God says that one of the ways we give thanks is by telling our story of how good God has worked in our lives. In Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 9, Moses told the people of Israel, you must be very careful not to forget the things you have seen God do for you. Keep reminding yourselves and tell your children and grandchildren as well. God wants us to remember how he has worked in our life. Use every opportunity, my brothers and sisters, to share your testimony 
of God's goodness to you, of the miracles God has done in your life. Your children and your grandchildren need to know how good God has been to you. Take an opportunity at different times just to share with them what life has been like for you as you have trusted God. You need to share, of course, all of the, all of the difficult moments that you experience, but share the goodness of God so that they can also give thanks uh, to God for what is done in your life. People never know who you truly are until you share your testimony of what God has done in your life. It will be a blessing to others, and God will be glorified. A medical study done some years ago said that people who had the attitude of gratitude and generosity are far more resistant to disease and are healthier than people who are grouchy and grumpy and ungrateful. So the Apostle Paul says in Colossians 3 and verse 17, Whenever or whatever you say or do should be done in the name of the Lord Jesus as you give thanks to God the Father because of him. Everything we do or say should be done with a grateful heart. God does not want thanksgiving to be just an event in the life of his children. He wants it to be a lifestyle that every day that you get up, you say thanks to God for something. As Paul says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. If you want to know God's will for your life, there it is. Give thanks in all circumstances. The word in is very important here. You see, the verse does not say give thanks for all circumstances. God does not expect you to be thankful for the evil in the world. He doesn't expect you to be thankful when someone gets raped, when someone suffers a tragedy, when someone is diagnosed with cancer, when there are destructive hurricanes, earthquakes, forest fires, snowstorms, and famines that destroy the lives of people. God does not expect us to be thankful for those things. But he says, be thankful in all circumstances. So how can we do that? You see, when there are bad things happening in our life, we can give, still give thanks to God because of our, our faith in him to know that he is above our circumstances. We know that God sees it all. God knows everything that's going on in our lives. He cares for us. We know that he has the power to bring good out of evil. That even in the darkest of days, our life is under God's control. Therefore, we can give him thanks in this situation because of our faith in him. Thanksgiving has the power that can work miracles in our lives. If you start thanking God in the situation before it is resolved, before the problem is gone, God will see that 
and sent his power from heaven to do things you could not imagine. You see, God knows the burdens that we bear. He knows the pressures that we feel. He knows the frustrations that we have. He knows the grief that we experience and the help that we need. Faith in God can conquer all circumstances. It can defeat all discouragements, overcome all opposition, face all fears, break all chains, endure all trials, and bear all burdens, because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Our God is omnipotent. All power belongs to him. He speaks and it happens. He commands and it is done. He sees all, hears all, knows all. Nothing can escape his attention. He is above all and beyond all. He is the supreme authority over everything and everyone. His word is final and nobody can change it. Nobody is above him nor like him. He always was, he is, and he always will be. And when we express our thanksgiving to God, he replaces our heartaches with gladness, our fear with courage, our frustration with assurance, our turmoil with peace, and our dissatisfaction with contentment. And so, my brothers and sisters, I say count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your blessings, see what God has done. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings, see what God has done. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www pbcboston.org and tune in every Saturday morning at 10.30 for another inspiring message of hope and faith.